Hello, Idiot Nine the Bridge listeners. My name is Will Pollard. And I'm Green uh, Finnefrock. Yeah, and we are on Idiot Nine the Bridge. This is The Water Break, our weekly show. Uh, coming at you Saturday at noon, like normal. Uh, we're going to dive into hockey first, because Creed actually has to get going in just a few minutes. And McLean actually hasn't arrived. He's making up a Spanish test. So it's just us for now. It's going to be me in just a sec. and But McLean will join me shortly. Anyways, uh, not... Not good news at all. Uh, really sad stuff in the NHL. Really sad stuff in the OHL. Uh, I figure we'll start it out with the NHL news, which Oscar Lindbaum, Flyers forward, diagnosed with cancer, uh, most likely out of the season. So, I mean, obviously this is pretty bad. As someone, I've been kind of affected by cancer. My dad works in lung cancer. My mom has had cancer. Uh, she, fortunately, is okay. But... Uh, it's kind of been a big part of my life, and it's not really, it's never a good thing. So I, I hope he gets better. He's definitely going to be out for the season, though, which is sad, but it's kind of, you can't really help it. Uh, and something pretty, pretty scary also happened in the OHL. Uh, Tucker Tynan, the goalie um, for, was it Niagara, I believe, was hit in a skate first collision. Um, he left the ice in a pool of blood. It was pretty bad. Uh, I hope he's good. I don't know too much about this one though because it hasn't. Been, it's been covered kind of, but not too much on the news. But I mean, it's scary. It's uh, not good stuff happening. As I said earlier on our Tuesday show too, uh, another coach was fired. Which, you know, it is what it is. It's it happens. The Dallas Stars coach uh, fired just a few days ago on Tuesday. And, yeah, that's the fifth one in about the last month. So, not good. We've had Babcock down for just not winning enough games. Bill Peters down for making some pretty bad uh, um, slurs. Yeah, it's hard to put things in a sense where I can say them on the radio because what Bill Peters did is pretty bad. It's unacceptable pretty much anywhere in the world. You, I mean, you should never say stuff like that. So, um, not good. Crawford uh, given leave by the Hawks after... Allegedly abusing a player. It's it's all bad stuff. Kind of sad. I'm not coming at you with too much good stuff today. Besides from the fact that the Canucks did beat the Carolina Pan or the Carolina Hurricanes. Excuse me. Carolina. No, Panthers. not the Panthers. The Seahawks play the Panthers this week though. But more on that in the next segment. The Canucks beat the um, Canes, the Carolina Hurricanes, not the Panthers. Uh, one nothing in overtime, which I'm super excited about. Always good to see the boys get a few extra wins because they'll need them. They're right now. They're kind of balancing right on that wild card spot in their division, and I really would like to see them make a playoff run this year. Anyways, with all that being said, kind of a bad week in hockey, I'll toss it over to Creed. Yeah, so in soccer this week, we just had Champions League stuff going on. Um, That was actually really fun to watch. So, Will, you did not pay any attention to Champions League, I'm assuming. I don't even know what Champions League is. Yeah, so for people who don't know, Champions League is where the top four players from pretty much every professional league come and play. I think actually only five different leagues get four teams, and then other leagues get one or two, and there's a lot of really good teams in it, and the, um, what's it called? The group matches just finished, the group stage matches just finished, and so the two teams moving on in each section, there is A through H, um, Actually, it's pretty surprising how some of this ended, but PSG and Real Madrid from Group A, Bayern and Tottenham from Group B, Man City and Atlanta from Group C, 
uh, Juventus and Atletico Madrid from Group D, Liverpool and Napoli from Group E, Barcelona Dortmund Group F, uh, Group G was Lyon and RB Zipzig, and Group H was Valencia and Chelsea. And all of those, you know, are big name teams, which is pretty cool because that's what usually happens. So I don't know. That's cool. And then we have in the champion in the EPL this week, uh, not much has changed. We have some good matches coming up. And those are actually those just happened. But a big game that happened this morning, Arsenal against Man City. Um, that one was huge for Man City, you know, because it's very important for them to start winning and get back from third place. And that is honestly it right now in soccer, besides the fact that the Manchester United Academy now has 4,000 victories. Hmm, that is a lot of victories, yeah. Well, I guess they've been around for quite a long time. A couple hundred years. Yeah, so, well, that's good for them. Not that I care much about them or soccer, but good for them. Yes, very good for them indeed. That is it for this segment. I will be back shortly with Odd Man Out and NFL. Thanks for listening. How's it going, guys? Uh, we are here back with the water break, and we are doing Odd Man Out this segment. Will, do you want to explain Odd Man Out? Yeah, Odd Man Out is pretty simple. Uh, basically, Creed, the host this week, is going to name five different players uh, in the NFL. We're going to keep it on in the NFL oh, for these. Are? Because it's yes. kind of an even ground for everyone. Uh, football, you know, if we did hockey, it would be maybe a bit easier for me versus some of the other people in the room. <laughs> and if we did soccer, it might be a bit easier for other people. And same thing with baseball. So we're going to we stick to football because that's fair as it gets. Why don't we just do bowling once? <laughs> yeah, <bowling>? exactly. <laughs> that would be, that would be horrible. No one would know anything. Chess? Actually, chess, I know a couple people. But really? I'm assuming you I guys don't. I sort of know how to Grand play chess. Grandmaster Will. Oh, That's hey, what by they the call way. me in the chess room. By the way, I'm McLean. I'm here, too. Yeah, yes. He just McLean got here. McLean is back. Okay, uh, we are going to hop Spanish right test. into this because I have to go. So, I only have one uh, thing for you guys. <clears throat> Starting off, Adrian Peterson. Sure. Earl Campbell, Barry Sanders, Adam Vinatieri, and Drew Brees. Um... <clears throat> Okay. Is Campbell the odd man out? He's the only defensive player. It is Campbell, but not for that reason. Oh, okay. Campbell. Hmm. Okay, well, they're almost all Vikings. I no. noticed. There's only one Viking. Uh, Campbell was a Viking? No. I swear he was. No. Nope. Really? I thought I'm he had like a, sure like a one-year cameo appearance there. Maybe. I don't know. Adrian Peterson definitely was. Mm-hmm. Breeze was never, though, and Vinatieri and was Barry never. Sanders wasn't either. And Barry Sanders was definitely not. Um, Campbell is the odd man out, but it's not because he's a defensive player. Yes. Is it because um, he's won an award? No, and no, because Peterson's been MVP. <laughs> uh, is it because is it because he hasn't made the playoffs? I'm sure he's made the playoffs. Wait, let me just check something. I think he has made the playoffs. No, because Sanders hasn't either. Because uh, because of how bad the Lions I don't know. The Jaguars have not been in the playoffs for. A, a lengthy time. amount of time, yeah. That's you guys Kalias are thinking Campbell of the wrong of. Earl Campbell. Oh, that's Kalias Campbell. It was, yeah, Campbell. I thought it was Kalias Campbell. You guys are Campbell thinking the about the wrong Wait, who is Campbell. It? It's Earl Campbell. He was a running back. Uh, yeah. Um, um, he was a running back. These are all offensive players. The only player okay. that I haven't heard of. I w- <laughs> <laughs> Winner. Okay, um, now. Um, Earl Campbell. I might actually have to look him up real quick. 
No, no, I you don't can't know. look him up. Uh, no cheating? No cheating. I'm so sorry. Could it have been Dang. the only player to have not been in a Super Bowl? No. Because uh, no. uh, uh, Peterson hasn't. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, that's tough. Sadly. I, if only the Vikings could have gotten him to one. Um, so it is mm. Earl Campbell. He was a running yeah. back. Okay, um, I'll give you another guy that's out and another guy that's in. Sure. Which one do you want first? Out. Dave Ryan. I can't tell you which Who? team he played for. Dave Ryan. Okay. And then a person that is in is Russell Wilson. Um. Okay, so Russell Wilson's a This Super is kind Bowl of a winner. tough one, and I was not expecting you guys is to it? get it, but once you hear the answer, you're going to be like, oh. I kind of want to hear the answer. Do they have to have played on a team that's had a better than 500 record? No. Um. Okay, one more guess and I'll tell you. Okay, was it um, drafted in the first round? No. Uh, what is it then? Okay, it is Earl Campbell is the only person on that list who has played for a team that is not currently in the NFL. Oh, yeah, because he played for the Oilers. Yep. Huh. Oh. <laughs> well, the Oilers, I mean, technically they he are still a reaction. franchise, but they're, they they're, became the Titans. Yeah, so they're a completely different team now. Yeah, okay, well, that'll count. Do you have any more? Uh, no, that was my only one because I it? have to go today. Yep. Yes, Wrestling I'm so sorry, guys. Creed. Yep. Okay, bye, Creed. Bye, guys. Uh, we will come back with football. Hello. Welcome back to the water break. Um, yeah, uh, we're back. This segment, I think we're going to go over football, no? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, pretty Creed, decent Creed week. left the chat so we can slam the Vikings. That is true. The Vikings are horrible. They're not making the playoffs this year. They're not? And, no, they're, they probably are. Uh, I think I, I th- they need to lose for the Rams to make the playoffs in front of them. I need to lose for the Rams or the Bears to have a chance. Uh, the Bears, are the Bears, the Bears still alive? If the Bears, they have a oh, yeah. matchup against the Vikings this weekend. If they, I can, guess. if they can beat them, it will give it will give them a chance. It won't put them ahead, but it'll give them a chance. I think the Vikings have to um, lose out, right? Oh, yeah, the Vikings have to lose out, which not probable, but it could happen. You never know. They do have two tough that they two have the matchups. Bears and Packers left, yeah, right? So not easy, not two easy wins. It's not two no. gimmies, uh, which the Vikings have seemed to have a lot of this season. And I'm just saying, Kirk Cousins has a history of choking. I mean, uh, remember, yeah. it was win-in for him against the Bears last year. If he had beaten the Bears, he could have won and gotten into the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. But no, he choked yeah, and um, lost by two scores. You know and who, the you know who has playoffs. an even bigger history of choking? The Falcons? The Vikings franchise as a whole. <laughs> it's even worse. Yeah, Yeah, so terrible. I could... He's been playing pretty well, uh, better than I've ever seen him play in the last couple of weeks, but I feel like it could go downhill. You never know. With some injuries like they've been having, you never know. I mean, this is truly the year of the backup quarterback. Just by being a starter and staying healthy for the whole season, you've managed to, like, do better than two-thirds of the NFL teams. Yeah, most quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, we started the season. By the end of week one, there were three backup quarterbacks scheduled to start. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, it's crazy, but hey, I guess if your starters like Eli Manning aren't that good, you know. Oh, actually, Eli, Eli Manning's back, though. Yeah, Manning back, is back because Daniel uh, Jones. Worse than ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I they, don't know. He actually looked pretty crisp, not going to lie. Yeah, I think he he needs another, he wants another chance to prove himself. I don't think he's happy getting I basically taken out of his spot by a rookie. He might be able to find, you know, he could land somewhere. I think maybe Chicago might give him a chance. What about? Oh, uh, what do you think about Blau and Locke? 
Uh, Two kind of like emerging young quarterbacks that really came out in the last few weeks, and they're good. David like, Blau does not have a future. Oh, come on. And I'm... You could at least give him a chance. He's definitely played his way enough... To, he's played well enough to earn a backup role yeah. as, you know, on a team. But I don't think he's shown that he can be a starter. But Drew Locke... Man, he's exploded. I think, I think Locke has a shot. Um, I already liked him for, um, you know, being able to perform in the SEC, which quarterbacks, typically, they do tend to come from small schools and, like, lesser conferences. But playing with the Mizzou Tigers, who have not exactly been the best since getting promoted to the <laughs> SEC, no, he managed to just put that team on his back. Uh, well, I think the thing is the Viking or the sorry, the, excuse me, not the Vikings. The Broncos team has mm-hmm. been loaded for so many years. Uh, they got they have really like a good team. They've yeah. just been missing the quarterback ever since Peyton left. Osweiler can fill that role. Young team. And uh, yeah, I think now if Locke really starts coming out, like really, really mm-hmm. starts playing like he has been, uh, they're they're gonna be Super Bowl contenders in a few years. Oh, I definitely. Could, the Denver Broncos. Ever since uh, John Elway signed on as the GM, the Denver Broncos have gone as far as their quarterback has taken them. Yeah, and basically, I mean, I have a lot of faith in uh, people like Philip Lindsay too. I mm-hmm. think he's gonna be a really good back. Kind of like uh, reminds me of my. Miles Gaskins on the UW or used to be on the UW team. They're yeah, both, he's on the Dolphins now. Yeah, I they're think. both. Oh man, poor Dolphins. <laughs> or I mean, poor Gaskins. He had to go to the Dolphins. Yeah, but I think he's hurt. So oh yeah. He's not even going to get his reps. Even he's, though, a, he's a good running back too. Even though the Dolphins, they're on their fourth running back now. Wow. Yeah, they had Kenyon Drake, um, Mark Walton, Mark Walton, Balage. Oh, Balage. Yes. And now they're on Patrick Laird. Yeah, I'm so not sure if I'm pronouncing that right because I've never heard anybody talk about Patrick Layard before. No, with good reason. <laughs> um, he's the fourth string running back for a not so great team. He's Although, the, uh, well, no, not anymore. But like, uh, what's his name? Walton's already off the team, right? Yeah, he and was same like with arrested. Kenyon Drake. Oh my. Uh, Kenyon Drake was traded to the Kenyon Cardinals. Drake's been traded for a few weeks now. And uh, Balaj was hurt, so now it's oh, Patrick yeah. Layard. I think the. Other than the Philly receiver group, I think the Dolphins running back group might be the thinnest in the NFL. The thinnest of in all a, position groups. Yeah, and, a few, and maybe by the by the end of the year, they're going to start calling in like people from the stands. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, you, guy, a bro three, uh, hey, you look 27. Yeah, you're you pretty try? big. <laughs> <laughs> like, how fast can you run? We got a helmet for you if you want it. Yeah, can we get your 40-yard dash? <laughs> uh, that would be, be so hilarious I if the team did that. Okay, in that vein... I want to try, um, for those of you who don't know, I used to play football. I was a receiver. Um, I want to go to a Philadelphia Eagles game and sit, like, in the front row, even though I've, I'm not an Eagles fan and I've never been to Philadelphia before and I've never sat below the third deck in a football <laughs> game before. I want to go and sit in, like, the first deck um, on, the, on, the, on the Philly sideline. So basically front row seats. Like, yeah, yeah, so that I get to be right near the coach, and uh, I want to see if I have a sign that says, like, let me play. I want to see if they'll let me play. Because let's really? face it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should just show up to their practice facility, you know, book a flight to <laughs> Philly, show up at the practice facility, just knock on the door. Hey, yo, I heard Artega Whiteside's kind of beaten up. Why don't you uh, give me his pads? <laughs> yeah, some skinny, some skinny 15-year-old from Washington, they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, go out there. I'm just saying, Philly, like, with as many injuries as their receiver core has taken, Aguilar is probably on his way out. Alshon um, Jeffrey Jeffrey's on the injured reserve this is week. He's on the injured list. Yeah, so not not good at all for them. Yeah, and um, 
they haven't really been able to find, you know, like a healthy receiver. They literally, I think if you were just a warm body who can run a a 40-yard dash under 5-1, I think Philly will give you a uniform. Wait, how fast was Tom Brady's? Was Tom Brady's under 5-1? Or was it just, just barely over? It might have been under 5-1. I don't He's know. He's somewhere around there. Oh, we make fun of him, him for it all receiver. the time. He can't even catch, too. I mean, he lost the Super Bowl because he can't catch. That's true. Um, apparently, the um, there's a rumor that says um, Josh McCown was ready to go as a receiver. Really? Josh McCown. The <laughs> hey. 38-year-old veteran. No, not 38 anymore. He's like 40. Hey, the well, 40-year-old veteran backup quarterback of his 11th team. Ready to just go out there, catch some passes. Well, the Titans, the Titans were uh, having Marcus Mariota practice as a wide receiver for a few weeks there. I mean, yeah, but, but Marcus Mariota is more suited to be a wide receiver. Yeah, I, I feel think. like Mariota could make it some work. Of, as some a of receiver. the plays he makes before he got benched, of course, look like receiver-like plays. Look like sure, running sure, back sure. plays almost. Uh, yeah, Marcus Mariota was could, fearless. Yeah, exactly, and he never he hits slid. hard. He no. was. I I would liken him to a small, fast Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well. At that point, at that when you're like that level in the NFL, you don't have the luxury of not sliding. Like someone like Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson or Tom Brady, they don't need to slide because they've established themselves. They're a good player, and there's not really any doubt about that. But yeah. someone like um, like Marcus, Marcus Mariota, Mariota or, or Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, yeah, they 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 have to go straight in because if they don't get that first down because maybe they didn't feel like sliding, it's not going to help them because their job's a bit more replaceable than someone yeah. like Lamar Jackson like, or Tom Brady. Well, Lamar, he doesn't slide either. Lamar doesn't even slide. He's just he's just so good. He doesn't because, care. Well, because that's the kind of that's the aspect of quarterbacking that he's good at. Yeah. You well, know? Lamar doesn't need to slide if the opponent doesn't even have ankles under them. <laughs> like I, some of the moves he makes, it's oh, just yeah. the defenders. A, the defenders look like they're helpless. They look like they're getting pushed out of the way by like some invisible force. It's crazy. Yeah, like, I mean. You'd think that it wouldn't have taken some NFL GM this long. Hey, what if I pick the most athletic guy in the draft in the first round and then give him the ball every single play? You'd think it wouldn't have taken a hundred years of NFL history for somebody to think to do that. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it's taken a hundred years for it to work. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's kind of he he's turned into an amazing fantasy player too. He's like. like what everybody thought that Michael Vick or Tim Tebow would have been. Yeah, yes, well, I said Michael, what everybody thought Tim Tebow. The problem could have been. was Michael Vick's career ended a bit early, and yeah. you know uh, it's good good to see him that he's like supporting PETA and animal rights organizations. Isn't it PETA? PETA, sorry, I, I'm not very good at pronunciation, as you can see. You're a radio guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm supposed to know that stuff, but here I am saying PETA and. <laughs> Instead of PETA or yeah. vice versa, whichever. I already forgot which way it was. Um, well, PETA is bad. Donate to the Humane Society. Um, oh, that's where we got our cats. That's where we got our cats. The Humane Society, yeah. Hey. Yeah, best cats I have. Yeah. Hopefully. They're my favorite cats, too. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a break from talking about cats, and uh, we're going to come back and talk about more stuff. Probably sports, but you don't ever really know. Also, yeah. listen to my other show, The Rutabaga, because it got nominated for a Golden Shameless Microphone plug. Award. Wow. Shameless plug. Wow. I just wanted to draw the segment out to 10 minutes so that if we ever put it on the internet, we can get more ad revenue. Oh, are we putting this show on Transistor, by the way? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Nice. Okay, guys, listen to us. We're on Transistor now, I think. Uh, or will think so, at least. I'm not sure. <laughs> Hopefully. If, we're out. If um, we get around to it. If we get around to it. All right, we're out. We'll be back really soon. 
We've returned on the water break. Yes, we have. That was a interesting intro, but you know what? It works. Yeah. It gets us into the news. Yeah, I don't know what it is about hearing that intro music that makes me use my easy listening voice, but like... It's fun. Yeah, it is. Um, so we're going to talk about some more sports like normal uh, yeah. in this segment. Y'all already know. Well, um, what did not. you guys? What did you guys talk about when Creed was just here? Uh, we went over like hockey and soccer. Oh, okay. Yeah, we figured. Man, I wanted to talk about hockey. The Blues just won. It's a good day. Boo-hoo. It's okay. Whatever. Hey, the Blues are doing really well this yeah, year. Uh, it's kind of like they were expected to, though. Mm-hmm. But last year they were one of the worst teams um, before January. Um, and then, they add a few players, you know, a few things change, and all of a sudden they're Super Bowl sh- or Stanley Cup champions. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they yeah. going over to Bennington as their goalie definitely helped. Yeah, um, Bennington's actually been having a few injury problems recently. He's kind of got over them though. But Jake Allen's played pretty well yeah. in the last uh, few in the last few games that he has played. Yeah, I mean he held the Vegas Golden Knights to just two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that and was just a couple of days team. ago. Yeah. Yeah, so Allen, I mean, it's not like they have a bad backup, too. Yeah, it's like, um, I'd say it's kind of like an NFL team that I would say they would like would be um, kind of like the San Francisco 49ers, Uh, where, you know, even if they did plug the backup in, they're not winning because of the starter. The starter helped out a lot, but, mm -hmm. like, the backup has shown flashes and has shown that he's capable of leading a team, you know? We remember the Niners last year. They had um, Nick Mullins. Mm-hmm. They were, um, I think they were the only team last year to use only three quarterbacks instead of four. Really? Yeah. The only team? Yeah. What about teams like the Seahawks or the Patriots? The Seahawks only used one exactly. all of last year. Oh, I thought you meant like the only team to use more or less than four. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Um, but every team that used three wound up using four. The Bills... Um, skins and Cardinals all used four. Um, but obviously the, uh, Niners used three. They used Jimmy Garoppolo to start the season. They turned it over to CJ Beathard. Um, and then Nick Mullins went, he had a perfect passer rating on Thursday night football and then just completely dipped. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. He kind of faded away, uh, ever since Garoppolo kind of came back from that really big injury. Yeah. He's been a pretty good starter. I know their team has a lot of other assets, too. I kind of want to see him. Like, Garoppolo? No, Mullins. Oh. I want to see him come back and, like, make another, like, run at a at a title. I want to see if he can be, like, a big situation quarterback. Uh, with the team? With the team they have, I think it's possible. Oh, for if sure. He went, if he went to the Niners, yeah. Yeah. Does he, is he still the backup on that mm-hmm. team? Oh, so, huh. That's interesting. Um, so what do you want to talk about this segment? I don't know. I'm kind of like a loss of what to say. Uh, race for the number one pick. For the number one pick? Oh, come yeah. on. The, Bengal, the Bengals have that unlock. The Bengals control their point. own destiny for the number one pick. They just need to... They need to they should, not win out. And they that's should pull Andy easy. Dalton again. Andy Dalton is an underrated quarterback. I love the no, Red Rifle. Not. No, he's not. He's been stuck on such a terrible team for so long. Remember, he started the season 8-0 four years ago. And with, then, with one of the best wide receivers in the league. Yeah, but, like, he also barely had, a like, a secondary. You know, he only sort of had linebackers. He had a good D-line, but that was about it. Yeah. Um, their running back, their number one running back was Giovanni Bernard. He's pretty good. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. I don't know. I think their wide receiver core is not horrible, but Green out has really been affecting. Oh, them. for sure. Yeah, I picked up. I drafted Green this year in, in fantasy. fantasy. I football. drafted him. He has not played a single snap all year, <laughs> and it's two weeks until the end of the season, and he's. I don't think he's gonna play. At yeah, all. Will, I'm playing against you this week in fantasy. Um, would you like to thank me for benching Jamison Crowder, who scored 27 points? Yeah, I would actually. That was kind of so nice of you, to be honest. Yeah, I instead I went with Christian Kirk. Hmm. Didn't did it work? No, well, you, he you hasn't know. played yet. Oh uh, yeah, um, probably not. But I did go with I did start Mark Ingram, who got 23.6. That's pretty solid. But you're still you're still a good 20 points behind me. Yeah, I've Jeez. I've. I've been sputtering. Having Saquon be so inconsistent and yeah. being hurt really doesn't help. Oh, man. If only you drafted McCaffrey. Oh, boy. That would have really turned your season around. Man, think I'm about it. I'm kicking you off my radio Christian show. Christian McCaffrey. Just think about it. The best player in all of fantasy football for running back position. Just think about it. I'm kicking you off the show. Actually, I wonder if Christian McCaffrey has a higher total this year than Lamar Jackson. I don't know, actually. Given their respective... I don't know. I'm like, going to look at that, actually. Because they do play different positions, but ESPN does a good job of, like, balancing it out, where uh, quarterbacks don't get as many points for touchdowns and stuff. Yeah. I mean, well, that's uh, a standard scoring. And what I have played in before has been where you don't get any points for a passing touchdowns, but you get half points for uh, passing yards. Oh. Yeah, because so they, they don't give you too many points for uh, yards. It's, yeah. What is it like? Uh, every 40 yards, they'll give you every a point. Every 25, you get one point. Uh, hmm. Um, okay, who has McCaffrey? Um, I believe that's Tienong. Yes, okay. So, Christian McCaffrey is averaging 29.1 points per game. He is RB1 on the season. Oh, yeah, by far. Like, um, I don't know if anyone else is averaging over 20. Maybe Dalvin Cook. Uh, that I would be my second guess, but I don't think, I don't think he's over 20. Okay, we're looking for Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Lamar is Jackson definitely. is averaging twenty-seven point six a game. He is wow. QB one. It wasn't season. even. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. Wow. I wonder. Mm. Um, I don't think there's anyone higher than that. I'm actually gonna look for uh, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas or DeAndre Hopkins. Um, who else has been pretty good this year on wide receiver? Um, it's just been. Hopkins has been pretty good. Jones has been all right, but he's been. He had a few off weeks. Okay, Michael Thomas, 23.4 points per game. So he is ahead of McCaffrey. That's actually, that's really surprising, to be honest. No, he's ahead of Lamar. McCaffrey's got 29.1. Oh, I thought you said McCaffrey got 21. Oh, no, other way around. Oh. Um, yeah. And then Saquon was the consensus number one overall pick, averaging 14.9 points a game, RB18. Oh, man, that was a regrettable decision right there. And then, hey, I do have place kicker number one on my roster, Harrison Harrison Butker. Butker. Uh, He was number one last year, too, for the Chiefs. He's just uh, just a good kicker. He doesn't miss much, and the Chiefs do put up some pretty hefty totals, so Mm -hmm. it makes it pretty easy to He scored 13 points points last week, and he's averaging 10.3 points a game. Anything over 10 for a kicker is... Really, Pretty really good. good. Yeah, like it. You don't see that often. No, definitely not. Anyways, uh, I think that's about it for this segment. Um, you know, maybe we'll take a, like a little break from sports next segment. Kind of just like talk about stuff. Talk about stuff. We can stuff, talk about like the rutabaga. Yeah, that's fun. And hey, the rutabaga is nominated for okay. a Golden Microphone right. Award. Yeah, we've heard um, enough about it. If you guys do want to listen to sports, though, I'm going to plug myself again. Uh, <sighs> listen to the Hot Corner, um, Tuesday mornings, 8 to 9.30. Or Questionable Sports, uh, Tuesday afternoons, 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Yeah. 
See, we don't plug other shows at all on the water break. Only I'm ours. Thinking, I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking. Next segment, we can talk about maybe baseball for a little bit, and then we can just talk about stuff. Yeah, all right. That sounds good. Okay, stay tuned to hear us talk about stuff. This is an amazing show, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we're not nominated. <laughs> no. What do you mean? What do you mean we're not nominated? I will be back. You already know. We're back on the water break. Uh, yeah, more energy than we've had all the last few segments <laughs> combined. Energy is just gone, yeah. Yeah, no. I, w- I could never be like a radio hype-up man in the 50s. I could never be like, tune into this parade. You know? Yeah, parade. No, no, I don't have the energy no. for that. But I do I have gotta, the need to go to sleep. Same. <laughs> yeah. I got to talk about sports with as little energy as possible. Crazy week for baseball. Uh, Garrett Cole signed. Um, he is now. Oh, I did. I did see something about that. Yeah. Wasn't it with the Yankees? He's now had the heaviest pitching contract in MLB history and the heaviest guaranteed contract in MLB history, which means that now the Yankees have two of the top ten highest paid players in the league, um, the other being Giancarlo Stanton, of course. Um, the other big thing that happened like, is, um, as you know, pieces from the two World Series teams continue to fall other places, Anthony Rendon is now a Los Angeles Angel. Ah, that would be cool if I knew I, who that was. He is a third baseman. He was an MVP candidate. Oh, so he's pretty good. Yeah. What team did he get traded from? Um, he wasn't traded. He left uh, the Nationals in free agency. Oh, man. So, wait, he left the team that sweeped the team he's going to? No. Oh, wait. No, wait. No, no, no. He didn't go to St. Louis City. No. <laughs> Shut up. He uh, <laughs> he went to Los Angeles. Um, uh. Los Angeles, they haven't made the playoffs in a in a hot second, actually. No. It's, um, it's been a while. Uh, is Kershaw still on that team? No, Kershaw is for the Dodgers, the other LA team. Oh, and man. they made the playoffs I'm this just, year. I'm just here displaying my football, my football knowledge or my baseball knowledge. <laughs> See, I don't even know what sport we're on. Like, like football, basketball, college Bowling. football, Bowling? Yeah, you never Golf. know. Well, oh, speaking of college football, be soccer, uh, they announced the Heisman finalists. Oh, really? Is Mariota on there? I'm just joking. That's a joke. All <laughs> okay. Right. So, um, it's, who are um, it's, uh, it's. I think it's Chase Young. I know it's Joe Burrow. It's definitely Jalen Hurts, and I forget who the fourth is. Like, oh, Justin Fields. Uh, That's who the fourth it is. It wasn't Tiger Bioa. No, he's hurt, so yeah. he kind of pulled his name out. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Uh, um, yeah, I think Burrow's, in my opinion, I think Burrow's is going to have it. Whoever goes farthest in the playoffs will win it. But, yeah, that's probably true. I think Chase Young has probably the least chance of all three of those to win it just because he's not going to get an easy team to rack up sacks against. No, but it would be, it'd be a cool team that he, if, if it would be cool if he did end up winning. Yeah, I I don't think, I can't remember the last time a defensive player has been Heisman. I don't think it's ever happened. No. Let's look that up, actually. Yeah. Uh, it, it must have happened at some point. Like, I feel, I feel like. In the maybe the eighties or the seventies, someone has been there, like a tackle or something. But I've, I don't know, I've never heard of it. Let's see. Okay, the last. Oh, uh, so tight ends have won it. Uh, Charles, Charles Woodson. Woods. Oh, okay. He actually won it over Peyton Manning. Oh, that's wow. He beat out Peyton Manning. Yeah. One of the best quarterbacks. Okay, I think they might have. Um, they might regret that decision now because Peyton Manning's basically gone down in history as one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. He is but, the best. Charles yeah. Woodson. He was a corner uh, receiver and a punt returner. That's so pretty cool. He though. played both ways, but oh. primarily he played on defense as a oh. corner. 
Um, I can't believe I totally forgot about him. He, um, but yeah, he beat out Peyton Manning. Wow. From yeah, and I I think that might just be because uh, Charles Woodson went to Michigan and Peyton Manning went to Tennessee. So I think that might be because Michigan was a bigger school and he saw mm. more success. Well, Tennessee does usually happen to have the best quarterbacks. Marcus. The university Mariota. or the state? Marcus Mariota, the state and the university. Bit of both. You know, Marcus Mario is just the best quarterback. Either way, I love Mariota. <laughs> I'm just turning everything as like yeah, yeah, yeah. affection okay. for Mariota. You'd be so good at the six degrees of separation game if um, Marcus Mariota got to be one of the Can end Can we just points. do like... Six degrees of Marcus Mariota. Yeah, the six Can degrees of Marcus Mariota. That's our new game. Like um, you have to link someone to Marcus Mariota. That's it. Yeah. Like, let's let's try it, okay? Let's try this right now. Six degrees of Marcus Mariota. You start with Eddie Lacy. Go. All right. Eddie Lacy. I feel like it would be easier to start with Mariota. Okay, never mind. Eddie Lacy plays on Packers. Of oh, of course. The Packers. Fine. Packers, Seahawks. Yes. Um... The pack. Wait, can I do conference games like NFC conference games? Like if the Packers played against somebody, if it was a like a significant conference game. Where Remember the one where it was sixteen to nine going into the, it was in the fourth quarter and, and we had done like that fake. Field. Oh, we yes. ended up winning. We did yes. like that fake. Yes, uh, I remember field goal. that. that yeah, count? Eddie Lacy was on that team. Yeah, so would that count? Sure. To the Seahawks. Okay. Because that was significant because they lost to a team that went down in history for throwing it on the one. Okay. Um, we, yeah, we don't need I don't, don't want to talk about that one. Okay, so let's say I'll just choose Russell Wilson as my player. Sure, sure. To. Uh, Russell Wilson played with, let's see. Well, I'm trying to figure out who went to the Titans. There is one. Uh, This is doable. Wouldn't be Casey. Could I do it from Oregon? That's that's the way I would have done it. Oh, did someone on the Packers play for Oregon? Um, but no, I, but I, I would have said what I would have done is I would have started with Eddie Lacy, um, and then I would have gone and I would have done. Uh, I'm totally blanking on his name. I'm very very dumb. I do not deserve my spot on this radio show. <laughs> um, if anybody wants my job and they can. Tell me that guy on the Packers who went to Oregon. I'm looking it up. I give up. Was it Matthews? <laughs> no, Clay Matthews went to USC. Okay, I don't know that. Was it... No, it wouldn't have been Rodgers. It wouldn't have been... No, because Rodgers went to Cal, which was the same yeah. conference. They've actually got a lot of Pac-12 players on their team, the Packers do. That's good. Um, It's Josh Bidwell who Josh I was thinking Bidwell. of. Josh Bidwell. Okay, so... So it could have went Eddie Lacy to Bidwell to Mariota. Okay. Yeah. How about get it from Mariota to Mariota? I mean, he did throw a touchdown pass to himself in um in the AFC wildcard game. The best against... play. The best play to ever happen. Really? Yes. You could have done like the Immaculate Reception or the Miami Miracle or, or the, the Miracle in the Meadowlands or the Beast Quake or the Tip or the Tennessee Titans falling one yard short. Or OBJ's three-finger catch. Yeah. There's so many. Or but... David Tyree's helmet catch. Oh, I saw that. Um, that was crazy. Or um, I'm trying to think of some other cool plays. Uh, Jacoby Jones' kickoff return in the Super Bowl. 
the oh. Auburn kickoff return. Yes, the Auburn, that, that the, the field crazy. goal return. That was insane. Yeah, but I think that was the best Iron Bowl in recent memory. Oh, that includes the one definitely. that was played this year. The one this year was insane, but that, that I one, don't oh, think it's so it cool. Could stand it's so cool up. to see Auburn win against yeah, them. Like, they never win unless Alabama goes up for a field goal and then kicks it to them <laughs> and then misses it. Something yeah. goes wrong. I think if I was Alabama, I think I just wouldn't. Um, ever kick a field goal in the Iron Bowl because it can only end badly. They just, they just like don't do it. They at either all. miss and the field goal to win the game. Oh, but they're sending out their offense. <laughs> it's a yeah. hail mary. Yeah, I think. <laughs> just that, imagine that. I think that they would have actually looking at recent history. I think that um, Bama would have a better chance throwing a hail mary um, with whoever the backup quarterback was. Then I don't even know who it is anymore. Well, at least, I've made at least they could do a better. One. They could do a better job than Tua. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be better for them to throw a Hail Mary with the backup quarterback than to go out for a game-winning field goal in the Iron Bowl. Yeah. Because we all know it never works. Well, I like to say in this segment, we didn't do a very good job of taking a break from sports. We basically oh, yeah. talked about sports the entire time. <laughs> so, McLean, what are you doing over winter break? I will be vibing the whole time. Vibing? I not, will going, be vibing. not going anywhere? Nope. I will oh. be vibing. Oh, that's cool. How about you? Will you be vibing? Uh, yeah, I'll be going to Canada. Ah, oh, Canada. Yeah, so. that's a country. It is. It is indeed a country. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so good at not talking about sports on the radio. <laughs> this is this. What does this become like? Oh. oh yeah, that's a that's a country. That's pretty cool. I remember that place. I Although honestly, you haven't been there once. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure it is a country. I just I wouldn't bet on it. Well. I mean, you've never been there, so there's no proof. That is true. I've never been to Canada. So exactly. Actually, because you brought me maple syrup from Canada that one time. So. Yeah, but I could have forged that. You don't know. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I gave away my secret. Okay, Shoot. so fake maple syrup from Canada. There's, yes. and them's the facts. Yep. Um, if somebody can vouch for Canada being real somewhere, like if somebody could take a photo of Canada and then maybe text it to the radio station at 206-275-9104, um, that'd be awesome. And mm. then we can put out, um, on our next show next week, we can, uh, put out a statement saying that Canada is real. Or you could just take my word for it. Isn't taking your word for it, like, how we can... How, how we allow lies and misinformation okay. to be spread. All right. I don't know. I think I'm a pretty trustworthy person. I mean, I trust myself, like, some of the time. I don't know. Yeah, like, occasionally. The Canucks haven't won a ring. All right. Okay. We're really... No. <laughs> we're we not ending on that. Yeah, we're ending on the that. The Vikings haven't won a Super Bowl. All right, there. The Canucks home. haven't won a ring. 